Welcome back to tonight's pregame show. Merrimack hosting Boston University in Hockey East action here at J. Tom Lawler Rink. Joining us is David Quinn. He's the head coach of Boston University. And first of all, David, uh, you know, Olympics underway. Uh, the United States team, I know they had a tough loss earlier today against a pretty darn good uh, Russian team. But one of your guys, Jordan Greenway, is playing for Team USA. It's looked really very, very good out there. Yeah, we're really proud of him. He's done a heck of a job over there. And, you know, it's been a lot of fun watching him grow up over the last two and a half years. And, you know, to get this chance and to be the first African-American to play on the U.S. Olympic hockey team is a special uh, moment for him in itself. But, you know, to go over there and play as well as he has, it's just been fun to watch. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's funny you mention that because, you know, first African-American player, don't even think about it. He just watched He's a pretty darn good hockey player. Yeah, he might have been the best player today. I mean, yeah. he was dominant and, uh, you know, they were raving about him on the telecast and, you know, it's fun to watch him, but I would have much preferred watching him in U- at UConn last night. <laughs> but, you know, uh, an opportunity like this doesn't come off uh, uh, up very often, and uh, we're just really, it's been a lot of fun watching it. What's your take in general on the Olympic hockey? Have you gotten to watch a lot of it, and, and what do you think? Obviously, it's a very different kind of uh, atmosphere with the NHL players not being there this year. Yeah, I think it's really different than it was uh, in the 70s and 80s when even though NHL players and pros couldn't play in it, it was still such a high level of hockey because a lot of Europeans weren't coming over here. So you saw the best Russians, the best Swedes, the best Finns, you know, the best Slovaks. Uh, every country had their best players in it other than Canada and the Americans because right. 99% of the NHL was Americans and Canadians. And, you know, so now it's a little bit different, even though the NHL isn't in anymore. Uh, the NHL is such an international league now that all the countries are hurt by it. So the caliber of play isn't what it was back in the, you know, 80s and early 90s. And I think, you know, having the NHL guys in the Olympics and setting that standard has really hurt the Olympics in general. Even though it's fun to watch, it's just not the same. Yeah, because the expectations are so high. Right, exactly. You're used to watching, you know, the great, the best Americans, the best Canadians, the best Russians, Finns, Swedes, and it's just, you know, it's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we were just talking, too, uh, you know, besides uh, Jordan Greenway, you know, Ryan Donato's been terrific. Two goals the other night. Uh, Troy Terry's been on that line, too, playing very well. Why do you think the college guys seem to, to stand out so much? Well, I just think the makeup of the team. I think if they had their way, I think, uh, you know, if the NHL had decided earlier that they weren't going to send the players, I think they might have put together a tour and they would have had the best collegiates form the Olympic team. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't able to do that, so uh, I think they went this route. And, you know, I just think you get a lot of guys that are, have had their shot at the NHL. You know, the roster's an older roster from guys that have had a chance to play right. in the National Hockey League or the American League, and they go over to Europe, and that's what the roster is mostly comp- compromised of. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, those guys are elite, talented players playing college, and, you know, they're certainly showing it over there. Yeah. Well, your team comes in off a game last night down at UConn. You guys lead in the third period. UConn comes back to, to tie and win in overtime, and we've seen that happen with a number of teams this year. But uh, what, what happened with your club last night? Well, you know, it just it was a real crushing loss, and it's been a tough stretch for us in the last three games. You know, we blew a 3-1 lead against UMass. Uh, you know, two weeks ago on a Friday and uh, just really, uh, you know, ended up getting a tie, but it felt like a loss. And we had the tough loss uh, in the Beanpot final against Northeastern. And then last night's loss was really difficult to swallow because we were up 3-1, to 4-2 to two in the third period and just, uh, you know, took a couple of bad penalties. Our penalty killing has been our weakness all year. That being said, you know, they go two for four and they had two shots on their power play. So, I mean, it's just been... One thing after another for us on the penalty kill. We do a really good job and we make a mistake. It's in the back of our net. So a lot of that's confidence too. I mean, you've got to, you know, when you're, when you're killing with aggressiveness and you're, you know, you're, you're being decisive, you kill a lot better. And, you know, we've struggled all year on it. I think that's caused a little bit of hesitation, which obviously leads to goals. Yeah. 
You, you guys have been on a pretty good run there, Sonny, from before the last time we saw you carrying right through, you know, the rest of January into the first round of the bean pot. Uh, you know, so you guys have gotten yourself still in a pretty good position here. That you know, you finished strong here at the end of the year. You're in good, you're in good shape. So how do you, I guess, you know, coming off the last couple of games, like you said, how do you kind of, you know, keep the the, the confidence and everything going in the right direction? Yeah, this is going to be a test for us mentally for sure because I think our guys are a little, uh, you know, frustrated. Uh, although last night, and we addressed this today, uh, we got what we deserved. Even though the score was what it was and the shots were what they were, we cheated the game way too much last night. We haven't done that in a long time. And, you know, it was frustrating because we kept addressing it and talking about it. And, you know, you saw it coming. You really did. Even though we were up 4-2, to two, it just didn't feel like we were doing the right things over and over again. And the hockey gods usually reward the team that plays the right way, and we didn't do it often enough last night. So, we, you know, hopefully we can rebound from it, move past it, and not let uh, not let that get in the way of our performance tonight. You know, we were talking before as well. You've been without Patrick Harper from you know for so much of the year. Jordan Greenway's obviously overseas now, so you're looking for other guys. You know, and you have some guys who have already been playing well anyway. You know, I'm thinking of a guy like Boba Carpenter who was, you know. He's scoring goals this year. That's what you need. You need guys to score goals. And I guess you know, the question I wanted to ask you was, what what is it about, you know, that kind of characteristic that somebody has? You know, why do some players have it? Some don't. Can it be learned? You know, what do you think about that? I think it's a mentality. You know, Bobo, we have a, a shooting machine over at BU, and uh, every week we post the amount of shots guys have taken. And every single week, Bobo Carpenter is number one. Wow. And it's no mystery that he's our leading goal scorer. Yeah, so he's in there all the time working. All the time, shooting a 1,000 pucks a week. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I mean, uh, goal scoring, you can become a better goal scorer. I know a lot of it is gift, gifted and it's natural uh, athleticism, but it's a mentality, too. And the more you put into it, the, the more you want to score. I mean, scoring is a desire, and everybody says they want to score. But proving you want to score are two different things. And right. he not only doesn't want, want to score, he goes to the dirty areas, he's ready to shoot. And when he shoots it, it's an unbelievable release and it's hard. Yeah. All right, third game of the season between these two teams here. You did beat them two times before, two pretty good games. What will be important for your team tonight? Well, again, uh, they test your, uh, your mental. They test you mentally. Uh, they play a very structured system. They're well coached. They're physical. They play honest hockey. And, you know, we need to play honest hockey. We had two great games with them. Could have gone either way. We know how fortunate we were to get out with two wins, uh, especially in this building. Uh, we're going to have to play honest. And you can't play honest for 50 minutes. You can't play honest for 55 minutes. you got to play honest for 60. And you're still going to make mistakes, but you're going to eliminate a lot of the mentality mistakes that cause big problems for you. So if we play honest hockey, uh, smart changes, get it in when we need to, and just not force things, we're going to be in a much better position to win. All right, sounds good. Should be a good game, as we mentioned. Uh, third game of the season between BU and Merrimack. Best of luck tonight. We certainly appreciate your time, and good luck the rest of the way as well. No problem. All right, that's David Quinn, head coach of Boston University. We will be back with more right after this, and John Leahy will have his interview with Merrimack coach Mark Dennehy right here on the Merrimack Hockey pregame show. This is Warrior Hockey.